0: Welcome to episode number 235 of the Apolog Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by BetterHelp.com. Get affordable, private, online counseling anytime, anywhere. You can talk with a licensed professional therapist online today. Choose your therapist, get in touch with them, and do it from the safeness of your home. So go to betterhelp.com slash and enter the code word applog on and get a seven-day free trial. So thanks, everybody, for supporting that, and thanks for supporting the show that way. You can also support the show in different ways by going to Amazon. You can support the show by going to apolog.ca slash Amazon or Appalogue.ca slash US Amazon. You can do it the old-fashioned way by going to apolog.ca and click on those banners located on the right side, locate your country, whether you're from Canada, United States, or the UK, you can bookmark those links and shop on Amazon and use those links every time you support and you will be supporting the show. It costs you no extra money. I'd like to thank everybody for helping me out on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash and pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees. You can cancel at any time. And that supports, the show, everything. that supports the show more than you know. Thank you so much. Whoever is helping that out, I appreciate that too. You can go to applelock.ca slash shop and buy a t-shirt and buy some music there as well. iTunes, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show and give it five stars, please. Like the show on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash applelockpod. Follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Today on the show, I have Lucy and Gwendolyn Giles from the band Dog Party. They are presently going, well, they're going to be going on tour, it seems like for the end of time. So they're starting like very soon and they'll be going pretty much all summer. They're a two piece band. They're based out of Sacramento, California. They've been a band since they've been little kids and uh they're still they're still touring and playing and 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 they're veterans of this um music business and they're not even they're not even i think they're just hitting 20 years old so this is awesome so uh here's a tune i'm gonna play it for you the song is called the walk
1: Show you how done.
0: And that was Dog Party. Uh, Their new record is called Hit and Run. They're self-releasing it through Cobra Side, which is a distribution place down in the United Mistakes. They are on tour with Real Big Fish, Aquabats, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, CJ Ramone, and they're going to be all over North America. And that is going to be an awesome experience for a band to go on tour all summer and then come back and go back to school. So anyways, here they are. Gwendolyn and Lucy Giles on... The Appalock Podcast. What's your original hometown?
2: We grew up in Sacramento, California.
0: Do you, where do you live now? Do you still live in Sacramento?
2: Um, I just finished up college at Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo, which is like central California. And then Lucy's currently going to CSU Long Beach yeah so I live in Long Beach during the school year
0: you guys must have some really traditional parents with the, the names are their old-timey names
2: my parents they have good taste
0: they're not like <laughs> Madison or Dakota or any other state names or any <laughs> town names no that's cool well you're good for your parents for giving you cool names
2: <laughs>
0: you guys have been a band for a while 10 years over 10 years
2: yeah, just about 12 years. We started in 2007.
0: Mm-hmm. How old were you when you started? Like, you were young. You must have been young.
2: hmm About, uh, like, 8, 10 years old.
0: So so you were playing shows at the age of 10?
2: In bars, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Your parents are cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, we are basically in bars playing while we were still in elementary school.
0: My gosh. So who took care of you? Like, did you just drop you off? Like it's like a movie. Okay, kids, don't get in trouble. Um, Enjoy your show.
2: No, our parents, they would come to the shows. um, Pretty much always, at least one of them was there um, until Lucy turned 18. And then we've done stuff
0: without our parents so you've toured and you're on you're on this crazy summer long tour with it it seems like an endless tour
2: yeah it's gonna be two months
0: it's crazy so touring now i mean i've toured back in the day before internet and uh touring now is is it any more comfortable than it was say i guess you would know like 30 years ago we didn't have internet so we didn't have gps so we didn't have a clue where we're going so it was always it was always like Asking directions, like which way to this place, and then you always slowly but surely find the venue. Those days are over.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's super great for planning out drive times as well as where we're going to eat each day. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just go to Yelp and just stink in. Beep up, beep in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you so yeah, you've been touring for a very long time. So and you're still relatively young, which is you guys have a whole like. Career started and it's it's just begun. So you're like, so when did it all sort of like break open and say, like, let's go and tour with other bands? Like, when did all that start?
2: Basically, um, when I was 11 I think, and Gwenny was 13, we met this musician who was from the same hometown, Sacramento. Um, his name is Kepi Gooley. And so we met him. And he was super stoked on our band. And he was just like, I want to show people your guys' music. And he was a really prolific um, touring artist, tourer. (laughs) Uh, So he decided that he wanted to take my sister and I out. And we did a Southwest run with him. And then after that tour, we ended up being where we ended up becoming Keppi's backing band. And so then basically every summer for the next five years or so, we toured relentlessly with Kepi Ghoulie as his backing band. And then we'd play a dog party set as well. So yeah, basically um, I've been touring every year since I was 11.
0: It was like family vacation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> summers and all the summers
0: and school breaks yeah, school breaks and to be able to travel i mean being in california it's it's kind of neat because there is kind of a closeness of towns like where sacramento is you have san francisco and then you have san jose and then you have Sa- uh, santa cruz it's all sort of like in this nice pocket where it's not super far away um mm-hmm. canada has a different life and you'll probably figure it out one day well I mean, you're going to winnipeg which i saw which is a long way from Minneapolis. I think it's like six or seven hours, but, and you have to go across the border. But Canada didn't really have like um, that type of network. Uh, maybe in Southern Ontario, where you could just go to little places and play smaller venues. But once you got to the prairies, you're like 14 hours before you got to the next place. And yeah. it's a big, big change, you know? So where you are, you know, is a, is a, is a kind of a sweet spot for touring. Yeah.
2: I would agree. Yeah. Looking at Canada on a map is, like, kind of scary. You're just like, what is all this space? <laughs> There's, like, no towns.
0: I know. So, what are you yeah. – so, are you guys – so, are you doing the van and trailer? Are you guys um, doing cars? Like, how? how is – what's your tour vehicle situation?
2: We are in a van, a Sprinter van, without sprinter. a trailer.
0: Sprinter. That's awesome. You know you've arrived when you have a Sprinter. It's <laughs> – it's life is good in a sprinter. I'm yeah. working with a band right now, and we travel around in a sprinter. And it's just like it's so much better. You can stand in the thing. It feels gnarly and and badass. Like and and it doesn't feel like it's going to completely break down. You know, uh, I was speaking mm-hmm. to Ray Carlisle a couple of months ago from Teenage Bottle Rocket, and he like they buy two thousand dollar vans, and then they drive it till it dies, and then they buy another two thousand dollar van. And it it's, just
2: doesn't sound fun. I know it's, a, it's scary. It's not yeah. reliable. Yes. I don't want to be granted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many in your touring yeah. party do you
2: Um it's typically the two of us and then plus one or two other people. Yeah. Um sometimes we'll we'll fit like since we're just a two piece, like mm. we'll tour with another band and we'll we can all fit yeah, historically car. like we've been able to fit like two bands in the van. Um but this year, it's just dog party that's going out in our vehicle. And so we are hiring a driver. I oh.
1: Work.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> High rollers. <laughs> well, I guess that's the way to go. I mean, it is definitely. Have you guys ever been to Europe? Yeah. That's the best. I mean, getting a driver there is definitely important.
1: Yeah, it's very smart. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: very important. Especially in England. If you go to the UK, it's like driving on the wrong side of the road and dealing with crazy people from britain and mm-hmm. then having to navigate your way around is is uh yeah so you guys so you've been yeah so you're touring was it three different tours you're doing yep. what's your first one starting with it's with real big fish right yeah
2: real okay. big
0: fish and the aquabats aquabats didn't they have like a little stay on that um what was that kid show
2: yo gabba gabba
0: yo gabba gabba they were on that right
2: yeah i think Christian has something to do with Yo Gabba Gabba. I'm not entirely sure like what exactly. Um, but the Aquabats actually have their own show called the Aquabat Super Show.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the video they did with Jimmy Eat World where they're on cats? There's a video of them playing a song, and they've superimposed them on cats. It's <laughs> unbelievable. That show is fun. It was fun to watch. Um, Yo Gabba Gabba. Uh, yeah, my kids... My kids were just a little bit too young for it, but Mm -hmm. it it was just at that part of my life when I was like in my 30s when I wasn't really working, so I could watch Yo Gabba Gabba. But yeah, they always had weird stuff on there. It was like, do you guys remember it, or am I just...
2: I don't... I've never seen it, Mm -hmm. but I know the vibe, so I can only imagine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The start that you had from being so young to being able to sort of just jump on tours and stuff—that's that's an amazing accomplishment to, as an, you know, as a band to to do that. I mean, do you have a manager? Like, how do you guys just run it yourself? Like, what's your?
2: Um, I manage pretty much the band, and then, um, I mean, we do together hmm. and. <laughs> And aside from that, uh, we just recently got a booking agent and then we have, um, some licensing people that we also work with. And then, um, we've had a few different publicists.
1: Yes. Yeah. And no one, Sorry, go ahead. Most,
2: we do most everything. Our, well, we have done most everything ourselves, mm-hmm. but uh, we've gotten to the point where it's time to delegate these tasks to other people to help us. Um, elevate well our
0: Does the uh, does the art suffer if there's too much business going on? Like, how do you how do you juggle it? Because I know I never I was never good at being the manager of the band I played in because it was always always difficult to be a, a business person as well as an artist.
2: I feel like I enjoy the business aspect of it. Um, while I was also a college student and routing full U.S. tours, it was uh, a bit tricky and definitely time consuming more time consuming than I thought. And it got pretty stressful. Uh, Other than that, I think it's fun. Yeah, Yeah, That's really cool um, because I can't really imagine doing half the stuff that Guani does. It's kind of like, Ooh, like (laughs) I do some stuff. I try to help her, but she's just really good at it and just kind of like is on top of everything. And I, I work a lot on songs and, Getting that sort of stuff ready.
0: Yeah, it's a, so you have a nice working relationship where it's not. Uh, yeah. So what are what are your professional? You are you're both going to university or have gone, and in in the, in the capacity of going, what are you guys going for? Are you going for music? Or are you going for what's what's your major? What do you? What are, what are you going to be when you grow up?
2: <laughs> I just got a bachelor of science in graphic communication, as well as a psychology minor at Cal Poly and I've been doing a few like freelance stuff since I've graduated. Uh, it's just been a few months so I've just been hanging out most of, mostly <laughs>
0: <laughs> and are, are so are, are you finished your university or is your college yet yeah.
2: in December
0: yeah was that frightening? Yeah because <laughs> <laughs> then you have to be uh, an adult and stuff
2: exactly
0: (laughs) yeah but i mean well sorry go ahead i'm I'm cutting you off
2: um, i go to cal state long beach and i'm studying art and marketing and i graduate next year yeah so (laughs) it's gonna be fun
0: well you're training yeah it sounds like you're training more for the music part of it, which is you need you do need well maybe in if you're training as a psychology minor, maybe that's part about being in a band too you have to mm-hmm. realize about how other people work and being in a van for so many years with people that's that takes a lot of uh that takes a lot of self knowledge and knowledge in others that's for sure touring in a band uh, in a van particularly um so are you guys going to it sounds like you've sort of covered what you're going to do with professional life, so to speak. But do you see it all sort of intertwining with music or with, with touring? Is, is...
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah.
2: I feel like, um, my major was really eclectic there's a lot of different concentrations within my major. Um, mine specifically was web and digital media, but, uh, there was also a management concentration, so I did end up taking more business-oriented courses, and I feel like I really learned a lot from those as, like, marketing, sales, HR, that sort of thing. Um, So, it, because of how eclectic it is, I feel like a lot of different ways can go back to the music. um, If it's from setting up vinyl and CD artwork to communicating. Oh, and and websites and all the e-commerce stuff. She designed our website, which is really cool. (laughs) And then also communicating and building a team of people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think the big market is uh, user interface development. That's a big, big aspect because as our population gets older, you need to have bigger buttons on your iPhone to touch things. And that's how, yeah, because the elderly now work on iPads and iPhones and they need to be simple enough that, you know, designed by people who need to be able to, you know, to make them easy to use. Yeah,
2: right after I graduated, they actually changed the name of my concentration to UX UI, which is User Experience User Interface. I got the web and digital media title.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's very important. Like I said, it's very important to have that because we're all getting older and we all need, to, and as, as technology advances, we need to make things easier to use. It's a weird yeah. thing, right? You know, like you think that the, the difference between how smart our computers are compared to 20 years ago, but they could be way more complicated to use. So there's always that gentle, uh, whatever the graph is, where it's easy and technically fast and zippy yeah
2: And there's a big component on accessibility mm-hmm. too, oh. which is to learn about and just kind of like if I'm building a website I, at first, I kind of took it for granted that everyone else's computer works the same way as mine, and not everyone's going to have the same like processing speed, and images might not load, so in that case, what would it look like on their computer as well as um there are readers that some people use who might not be able to see their computer, so the computer reads it for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, prepping it so a way that those people can also use websites.
0: Yeah, and making like the funny thing you're saying that when making them work sort of more efficiently. I suck at that because I put pictures in in my website that are like super big, and there's a guy who understands how the analytics and stuff works, and he goes, "You gotta make your your images smaller." And I'm like, I I don't know if I'm really got that time. And he's also talking about like uh, word searching and how to make things like more sort of rise to the top with Googling. And to me, that's just, that's wizardry stuff, you know? And I, I always, you know, and it is important, you know, do you, do you, do you know anything about that stuff? Cause I, I have no idea how that works. Yeah.
2: yeah. And there's more text that you can add to a website than maybe what you can see. Mm-hmm. And,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: by using alt text and various other words that you're putting into like the html mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. well i don't want to go away from i don't want to talk about that too much but then <laughs> sorry <laughs> we got off on that weird uh, so some music so you guys are, are you writing a new record right now and you have a record that you're working you've you put out last year right Correct. Yes. Do you? I've, I've I've talked to bands that are sort of manage themselves, and a lot of troubles they have is maintaining the music and maintaining the tour. Like it's it's a tough um, bridge to gap because you're working on music, so you can't tour. But uh, how do you guys handle all that stuff?
2: Well, we'll write more often, like while we're in school, mm-hmm. and then sometimes we have opportunities to practice those songs during a tour to kind of test them out uh, before going into the studio and also we found in the past going to the studio right after a tour is really good because we're tour tight at that point Uh, but we've also ran into situations where if a tour might get cancelled and then we have all that opportunity to, to record and work on new material instead so even though you know we're taking a negative and turning it into a positive
0: yeah it's finding the time that's that's the tricky one because you also have to manage uh what the t-shirts look like and you know how you're gonna get from point a to point b and everything all, everything in between and self-managed bands i i always take my hat off to them because it's it's uh <laughs> i've done it and it sucks <laughs> it's never fun but i mean you guys sound like you're you're handling it okay because it's it's two of you which seems it's it's that's there's two people to share the load you know i've had bands where it's sort of like it's my band and i write all the music and then i go on tour and then i'm the one setting up the t-shirts it's like why isn't anybody helping me but uh so you guys have like this nice working relationship which is which is great and your sisters so does that (laughs) do you ever guys get into that weird sibling argument thing that how do you guys handle the conflict if you guys are not getting along
2: I feel like compared to a lot of siblings, we get along very well. We don't fight very often, but like, it's interesting because we've been in like a couple, like only a real handful of fights, but they've been like really gnarly. (laughs) Bad. (laughs) But it's just like, we don't bicker about like stupid little things and we don't get in like petty arguments or disagreements because we're not like petty people. So... We get along very well like if you look at like bands in general with siblings like some bands break up because the siblings don't get along yeah which that thought always seems so like crazy to me because i feel like one of our strong suits is actually being siblings mm. like we know how to work with each other like i i know how to talk to her and i know how to work with her whereas like if i had to work with someone else i feel like it wouldn't be the same you know like i wouldn't get along with them as well (laughs) i mean because like we have a very close relationship as well because we we're only two years apart so like she taught me how to talk and like all that fun stuff so our bond is strong
0: that's amazing because i have a brother and we don't we live 10 minutes apart but we don't really talk that much so It's sort of like, uh, I don't, it's funny though, the funny, the interesting part of that for me is like, I don't think I'd be okay with that. You know (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, we're different people, you know what I mean? And so you guys with two years apart, because my brother's eight years older than me, it it turns into a different uh, relationship. Even though, like, I'm almost 50 and he's eight years older than me, we're still got that weird sibling gap, you know, and that's, it's amazing that you guys have gotten along like that. And that's that's a, that's very powerful. You know, my mom and my aunt are very similar. They have this similar answer each other's questions and speak for each other. And, that's, you know, I get that from you guys. So that's it's cool. It's very cool.
2: And I also feel like in a tour routing, if there are a few days off, that does help mm-hmm. reduce yeah. some of the tensions there. Because the most kind of recent bad one was when you had... <laughs> Like 30 Wait, days. You talking about that one time, like with Taco Bell. Like, we got Taco Bell. It was in New Mexico. Okay. Like, it started in Texas. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Went multi state.
2: But, um, <laughs> that one, we were like on show 30 with like no days off. Yeah, we were just like burned to a crisp. We were both playing two sets a night as well. And we we were with people that like would bicker at us like that we weren't like pulling our weight with certain things when oh. it was like bro oh, like I'm literally playing in your band playing two sets a night like so no <laughs> like you can do this one extra thing to help us please yeah
0: yeah oh. Well, man, that's—I don't miss that because I, I totally, for some reason, I—it it sort of hit me to the bone because I've been in the like darkest part of Germany, and and, and the same thing where where you're like okay, so why do we go so many days off? I'm like, well, because he can't, what are you blaming me for? <laughs> like, it's the same idea. It's like, what, this is my fault because three promoters, like one guy had a like had an accident at work and can't work and another, it's like, there's so many excuses why, but we've already flown here, so let's make the most of it. And it's, it's very, uh, it sort of it triggered me a little bit because it's like, yeah, I, I totally get that. But you know, why should it be your responsibility for other people's comfort and safety um, or comfort at least? Um, it it just doesn't it doesn't make sense because everybody is on tour to go on tour they're not you know what I mean they're on tour for their own reasons you know and your guys is to become successful musicians some people might want to be Bon Jovi you know what I mean <laughs> and, and they might not like the speed of you know what I mean that that you want to do it in so therefore they have an issue and uh, it's such a crazy dynamic even with just complete strangers being in a van together and then, and that you guys the the only sanity is you guys just are a unit that's so tight that it's like can't you can't break that, and that's that's pretty cool yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I had music to play, but like I said, my whole everything's broken, so I'm gonna play some music um in be like some I'll find music to play if uh, I have the record from last year, obviously I don't have the, any new stuff, so when should we hear new music? when should that be? coming to us um i'm
2: guessing probably next um somewhere
0: yeah and with cobra side right is now is john Kastner still involved with cobra side
2: i don't know because cobra side just does our distro
0: yeah because so. it seemed like the only the only sort of label that i saw with you guys so that when i had your description
2: basically um we were on asian man records for a long while and then um it kind of got to a point where mike mike is like really amazing but he he was just like you know or he was just kind of outlining everything to us like it's actually like really easy to put out your own record you know what i mean and we were we were kind of in a position where we wanted to try to put out our own our own release um and so we did this la- last record, "Hit and Run." We released ourselves.
0: Um, but yeah. And was it was it as um it is more rewarding because actually having that record in your hand that you you've basically started from A to to the finish. And but is there anything else that going down the road like? it would be nice for some people to some take care of some other things. And when you're talking about delegating, where, are where, where else are you going to be delegating when, when you start reassessing kind of like how you guys want to put records out? Cause it's, it's yeah. your decision, right?
2: I think one of the biggest issues was the fact that um, we tried to tackle like being a publicist as well as, you know, putting out the record ourselves and we sent out our press kit and everything to sources that have written about us a bunch and we knew that they like like this <laughs> but um since we weren't like an established publishing agency our email just kind of like got swept under the rug and so that was just really frustrating and so definitely like the press aspect is something that is best when you give it to someone that has a established platform.
0: Totally agree. Yeah. It totally makes sense because like I get three or four different publicists send me things and I can choose based on the genre of music I play mostly. There's like one is all death metal. It's like, yeah, I could do so much death metal, but I'm not going to, I don't like death metal that much, but it'd be funny to talk to people who do death metal, um, but not every episode. So, I mean, I it. it's, it's good to be able to have somebody who has a, um, a working relationship with publicists, publicists and, and, and people that do interviews and things because they're going to get in touch with them once a week with something different. And they yeah. just keep throwing stuff at people going, do you like it? And that's their job. And that's what they do well. And, and you, you had a good, good decision with Melanie. Cause Melanie is, the bomb, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you have you've split it up between Europe, Canada, and the States. Or are you kind of doing North America, Europe?
2: This summer is mo. It's a U.S. and Canada. Are you asking about the tour? no no tour?
0: Well, yeah, tour, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: with kind of more focus on the East Coast and Central,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then. Canada, we've only ever played Toronto once in the past, and so now we get to play I think it's six shows in Canada, all in different places, so we're <laughs> excited
1: Ah the
0: The bummer about coming from America to Canada and Canada to America is that there's a a big border there, and there's like dudes in with you know mostly angry men yelling at you. What are you doing? Why are you coming here and taking all our money? And uh, that's that that sucks for being a musician. Is we have to come up here and spend so much money just to get work papers. It's just Canada, you know. I mean, like let's let's be realistic here. Um, Yeah, last
2: time we played a show in Canada, we were scared about like bringing the money back over the border. So we went to this mall that was pretty close to the border and we literally (laughs) spent all of our money, (laughs) all the Canadian money that we had made. And so we are like, look, we just gave it back to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have all the receipts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I, there's friends of mine used to tour in Europe before it all got put into one big money source and their big, big, big peeve was having change. Because any time they'd leave France to go to Germany, they'd have like a handful of change from tour. So they would have to like make sure they could break it into bills. And that was like half the day was taking the money you made from France and turning it into German money because you're going to go to Germany or something. And uh, it's obviously it's way easier now. But the same thing with Canada. Like you can't take change from Canada and use, you know what I mean? You can take bills. That will work sometimes. And uh, we have to simplify it because we have to make it where we can share each other's culture, you know, because I don't get the fact why there should be this big, you're not, you know what I mean? Like we're not, you're not coming over to take everything from us. You're coming over to play some music and make a few bucks. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're going to spend more than you're making being here most of the time. (laughs) So, I mean, let's, when you, when you guys get a new, uh, person down there to deal with that maybe we'll that'll be the first thing we try to lobby for you know i don't want to get into american politics by the way because it's uh and i know it's not pretty down there and i know uh i know you guys are having a tough time and i uh, i i I feel for you i'm sorry thank you (laughs) that apprentice show should have never ever been aired ever that was the problem he's a he was a celebrity but whatever so anyways okay I appreciate you guys coming on the show. I wish you all the luck and, um, the record's great. And I can't wait to hear the new record. And, uh, and if I'm in town in Toronto, then I will definitely come and say hi.
2: Cool. thank you.
0: Awesome guys. Thanks for doing the show. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And that was Lucy and Gwendolyn of the band dog party. They're on tour all summer with backhop Cop, Bad Cop, Real Big Fish, Aquabats, CJ Ramon, and they're coming to a town near you. You can see in the, in the description all the places they're going to be on tour, which is everywhere. And I wish them all the luck. And They're a good band, good people, and it was fun to talk to them. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for supporting the show on Patreon. Whoever does that, thank you so much. You know who you are. Thank you for going to Amazon, shopping on Amazon, Amazon, um, which is AppleLock.ca slash Amazon or AppleLock.ca slash US Amazon. Thank you, everybody, for doing that. I don't know what's happening over the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm trying to put out a new record with this band called The Fairmounts I play in. I uh, just finished up this uh, tour of with Lois the Low. For nine or ten shows um, getting into the summer good to do some, get some time off my kids are in Europe and I miss them miss you guys Anyways, have a great, great week and we will see you again back here at the same time and place well, not Tuesdays I'll see you on Monday because yesterday was Canada Day happy Canada Day by the way mm-hmm. have a great week for six days and we'll see you again back here fresh and new, fresh new.